Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. When the horizon turns dark, the clouds are forming and the winds pick up. What do you do? The storm is coming. Do you keep calm? Do you take risks? I don't know, but season two, episode seven, weather the storm, station 19. Stay tuned. We have it all here right now. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. I'm still cracking up. You know, we had a lot of heroes this week. This is a great song. I don't know who it's by. Do you, do you know who it's by? Yes, it's by Claire Herrero, I think is how you pronounce her name. Oh, it's fantastic. And it was part of the episode, and I love it. I love it. Guys, welcome back to Station 19, the after show. Season 2, Episode 7, Weather the Storm. I'm a bit crazy, so bear with me right now. I'm going through some things with this cold. But we're back, and what an episode this was. We have news and gossip. We're going to do fire facts. I'm going to do fire facts a little different this week. I'm not going to just give you facts. I'm going to give you some information because of all the fires that are out here. But I am Linda Antwi, and I have my fabulous co-host. Hello, everybody. I am weathering your sickness, trying to avoid getting sick again. She mad. <laughs> but we are here tonight for you to talk about the mid-season finale, and we're, there's so much to talk about, so Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. So overall thoughts are I enjoyed it. The ending. I was, you know, I was the the at the beginning it was kind of crazy. I love seeing, you know, Andrew uh Andy. I'll call her Andy, not by her Latina name, Andrea. I'll, I'm now corrected. Okay, guys, folks. Y'all called it. You called her out. She took the I note. I mean, she says Poppy, and she her daddy calls her Andrea, so I was doing the same thing. But anywho, her and Sullivan having coffee, okay, that was a great opening. But the ending was literally like almost like a cliffhanger, basically. It was a cliffhanger, and Stacy. I'm not happy with you, so I'm going to have to wait till when. Like, when in 2019 are y'all coming back? Right? So I have to know. You know, but it's all good. I thought this was a great episode where it wasn't, it didn't take my emotions all over the place. Yeah. It was like a solid episode. It kind of pulled everything that they were doing thus far together. And then that crazy cliffhanger that just had me all over the place. But (laughs) it was a great episode, I thought for sure. Uh, Let's jump right into it. I wanted to get into Andy and Sullivan. So it opens with Andy and Sullivan having coffee and him really trying to open up to her. And really, he's not opening up to her at all. And she's like saying, you know, just just tell us a little bit about who you are. Why would you come back to Seattle? Who are your people? And as soon as she said that, he kind of freaked out like. He walked away. He's like, okay, I'll see you back at the at the station. Yeah, it was too much for him. I mean, when you say you're people and then you, you realize, wow, I don't have any. And the one that I did have is gone because of a friend. It, it must have been hard. And it's hard to just go from just being coworkers to suddenly start sharing even little bits of personal information. So I could see that. But the fact that he didn't even want to sit down for coffee with her. He was like, let's just stand here by right. the truck. It made me laugh again. Right, because he's... 
awkward. Yes, I right? like when he's awkward. He's awkward. He's he's awkward, and and he's trying. And we learn later later on in the episode how, you know, coming back to Seattle really has brought it all back for him, and yeah. that's why he's being extra awkward. But yeah, it was it was a great opening. Want to talk a little bit about Ben and Miranda? So we see yes. Ben come back because of the storm. So this storm, and those of you guys who watch Grey's as well, the storm is the same day. It's part of Grey's as well. It pushes on to Station 19. So even though it wasn't a crossover, they were dealing with the same event. Right. And so we see Ben come home to Miranda, knocks on the door, not sure he's supposed to use his key. And Miranda's a little, like, standoffish with him. Like, don't wake, like, the baby. You know what I mean? Like, your husband came back to take care of his family. He's coming back to board up the windows, and all you're worried about is waking up your kid. Listen. You know what, Miranda? I love you, because honestly, I do. Day one. But, like, take a seat. You, take several seats. You know, you know I'm team Miranda, and she, I, I, as I've been saying, I, I understand that she's taking time for herself. Yes, it was a little harsh when she was like, don't wake Tuck. And it was like, okay, Tuck's a grown child. He just delivered her baby a couple weeks ago. He's good. Um, but I thought it was so sweet of Ben to come home to board up the house. And the fact that he didn't know if he could use his key, that, that broke my heart. And it also made me think, when she said, I need you to leave, when she announced that she wanted to have this sabbatical, where did she think he was going to go? Like, right. She didn't give him any Nothing. like suggestions at Just all. Just bye, <laughs> bye. Fend for yourself in the wind. Yeah, you you must have some firefighter friends or something. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all are on rotation. Sleep at the firehouse. Yeah, and we'll figure out the sabbatical. Yeah, she was really putting herself first, literally. <laughs> and then uh, we jump to G- uh, Dean and Jack. And we see this kind of Friendsgiving coming together. And we find out it was Ben's idea and, and that Ben actually really needed this. And we understand why he needs it because this is the first time he's away from his family, yeah. we're assuming. And then, you know, we, we know that Dean needs it because, as we see in the episode, this is family stuff is not good for him. He usually has problems with his dad and the family business we found out from before and all of that. And then Jack has got, is going through some PTSD and is not sleeping. So having everyone come, and literally everyone come, including Ripley, I was like, oh, this is really, really sweet. And and Deep's house is going to be like open house. And you know what? One of our, our viewers commented and said last week, and hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to give her a shout out, but said Deep's house is going to, is like, um, uh, oh my God, why am I losing? On Gray's. Oh, um, not Miranda. What's wrong with me? Uh, what's her name's husband? Meredith's husband's. Old no, house. Meredith's. It's like Meredith's house. Yeah. Meredith's house. Everyone's lived there mm-hmm. on Grace and it's an open door. Everyone co- goes yeah. there. Dean's house is going to be that. But Dean doesn't want it to be. It's going to be. I think he does. He says he doesn't want it to be, but I feel like it's it's slowly growing on him a little yeah. bit. Um, but it is a lot. I'd get overwhelmed. It's like, Listen, this is your family. Ugh. You got a great house. It's an open door policy. Deal with uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Deal like, with I see you it. at work. Can I get a little me time? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was for that for him. Like, he needs a time out and all that. But you know what? It's too late now. The lines have been mm. crossed. Everyone sees that you live on the water. It's over for you. You know what? Dean is providing shelter for everyone else. For everyone. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Ryan and uh, Pritchett. So Captain Pritchett, I'm finding, is really like Ryan's surrogate dad. Yeah. All the things that uh, his dad, Grant, 
can't be for him. Mm-hmm. We're kind of finding out as the episodes go on that that's what Pritchett provides for him. And I thought, originally I thought Orion's just being there for him because he has cancer and he's taking the doctor and he's really wanting to get in good with Andy. But I think that they have their own special relationship where he's a father figure for Ryan. What do you think? I totally agree. It's like when you have a parent that's crazy that you feel like you have to be the caretaker to you it's it's always good when you find another role model that can that you can be the child to them they Mm -hmm. can actually take care of you and that's the relationship that ryan has yeah i absolutely agree so then he talks a little bit about uh finding out about the warrant for his dad and it's a federal warrant and it was so sad because he was like this is like i thought this was going to be our first holiday together that we've had in a long time and i'm going to have to arrest him and uh pritchett was like the cell phone or the cell service is, is dodgy. I didn't really hear you. Why don't you just go join the party? Because there's no reception. Have a holiday. And, like, deal with this later, basically, he was saying. And I thought, that's such great advice. Yeah. Right? Because I know that it probably doesn't go with the cop in him where it's like, I want to, there's a criminal. I want to arrest him right now and take him to the precinct. And that's it. But, like, have some time with your dad. You already know that you have to take him in, so have a moment. Yeah. Because you don't know when you're going to have another. It surprised me that Ryan was like, and now I have to arrest him. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, you would like literally immediately go to arresting your dad? I was like, he didn't say it with any hesitation at all. So I was really interested to see how it was going to play out. And it it was interesting to watch how much it tore him up because yeah. he... he didn't want to do it initially when he said it i thought it was it was something that was coming very easily to him yeah. kind of like he wanted to uh get back at his dad in a way but it throughout the episode we did see it it was pulling at him yeah and he, the fact that his dad noticed like hey something's wrong with you like it's interesting to see how his dad doesn't we think he doesn't know him well but, but he, he actually does i mean does. that's his, his kid yeah. right so whether he's there or not for him he knows his kid um i thought it was an interesting little clip and moment between Andy and Ryan when Andy showed up at the Friendsgiving and it was awkward between them and she all of a sudden got angry and she needed to chop the salary and he was a little bit standoffish with her. Yeah. Because that showed again too, like he's really grappling with his relationship with his dad and he already knows where Andy stands because he heard her last episode and they haven't dealt with that. Yeah. And you know, they don't deal with their relationship very, very well as it is. Mm-hmm. So this is just another layer on top of the drama between the two of it them. It felt like, you know how you can talk about your family, but you don't know, want anybody else talking bad about your family? That's yes. what it felt like. Because she's been very opinionated about her feelings towards Ryan's dad. And I think she's been a little... She hasn't taken a step back to see that he's trying to give his dad a little leeway. And, yeah. and the fact that she's still holding a grudge while Ryan's still trying to build a bridge here. It's like, okay... Andy, you're doing too much. Yeah, she's always doing too much. Always. Uh, Speaking of not enough and too much, tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about our network. Well, I would love to. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit the subscribe button and 
for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know what you did in the comments and we'll give you a shout out on air. And for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yay! We're also on Spotify, guys, so pop us in those long drives because there have been some long drives, especially here in California. Uh, and uh, check our shows out. Let's talk a little bit about Andy, Vic, and Maya. So... We the dynamic trio, mm-hmm. um, and Andy comes in and tells Vic and Maya that uh, she had coffee with Sullivan while she was chopping the celery, and said and basically said it was like a super weird coffee, and they're like, well, why were you having coffee? Outside of work. And like, did you see Vic's face like coffee? Like just right. because she's in because a toward affair she's a, with a coworker, <laughs> she thinks everyone is now. I'm like, girl, right. calm down. Right. And then fast forward, uh, they're prepping for the storm and Ripley's in the building at station 19. And you could see both Vic and Jack acting really weird and like awkward. And it, it was like a pan of the camera, and I was like, oh, this is really awkward. I feel awkward for the three of you. First of all, Vic is awkward all the time. She yes. says, like, the most random things. I, I just, I have an issue with her. When we start talking about her relationship, I'll jump into it. But when Jack gave her the look like, mm, like, yeah. it was funny. And she was, looked kind of scared. So that that interaction was really funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'm not... I don't know enough about her yet, but yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's talk a little bit about Andy and Sullivan and that first call with Shannon and the flashbacks for Sullivan because it was the same street kind of car accident that his wife passed away with. What were your thoughts? It was interesting to see the two of them together again. Like we saw them in the beginning and now in the middle, you know, Andy jumped at the opportunity to help him with, to help Sullivan with the aid car. And the fact that this car brought him back to this bridge, um, it was an interesting point, especially during the storm. So it was like the death of his wife was already a stormy time in his life. And here he was brought back to it. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because to help him like push through this and it forced him to share with Andy what happened to him. So it ended up being beneficial in some ways, but not in the end. Right. I agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, they say everything happens for a reason and this forced him not only to deal with, you know, coming back to Seattle, but dealing with his wife's passing on the exact same street and for, with a similar circumstances. With I mean, a woman that the woman was that stranded in the middle of the road. By herself. Ugh. And and even her even you know, they were they were supposed to meet and, and she was meeting her boyfriend or met her boyfriend or whatever and and all of that. So it was like very similar circumstances mm-hmm. for him. Um and then I thought it was interesting when Shannon asked for the necklace from her grandmother. And then he had a flashback again about his wife. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry. And I thought, okay, so what's going to be the significance of that? Because there's always a significance. And we didn't really find out in this episode, but maybe we'll find out in the future. Yeah, I was kind of mad about that. I was like, girl, your leg about to be cut off and yeah. you're worried about this necklace. I get it. Right. But I, I was wondering why it would have for- why would they have forced him back out, out of the aid car besides the flashback right because so, we already had some flashbacks yeah so Me i was too. like well, i was like what is this for right and, and it didn't wrap in this episode yeah. so i'm not sure and guys if you have any theories definitely let us know in the comments Ooh. below um let's talk a little bit about 
Grant a little. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing Grant and Travis, and I love seeing how they're really domesticated. And we saw how awkward it was a little bit when uh, Travis is still wearing his ring, and uh, Ripley's like, oh, so is that like your husband? And he's like, no, 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 no. And Grant got weird about it. Travis got weird about it. And I was like, oh, what's this about? This happy bliss. And on a side note, how great is it to have a chef in the house for Thanksgiving? Amazing. I was very happy. And uh, I know uh, Dean was happy as well. Yes. He was like, thank you. One less thing for me to do. Yeah, I'll focus on the the Rita's, as he said. (laughs) (laughs) When he first said, I was like, who's Rita? And then I was like, oh, Margarita. Okay. And and so, like, even with that, so we saw how, you know, um, they brought the tequila, and it was obviously, like, a great bottle of tequila. And then we also saw the significance of it in his family and the family dynamics. Yeah. And why he makes it and... It's almost his, like, get away from the family drama on Thanksgiving. And, you know, I know, guys, that during the holidays there can be a lot of drama between families and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. But at the end of the day, family's family. You know what I just realized? Dean treats his family like a fire. Like, he he doesn't want to get too close because he feels like he's going to get burned. Mm. But he gets close enough to kind of help out where he can. That's good. That's deep so high. I you. like I get, it. I get deep here. I get deep. But what I loved is Greg, you know, I know he's a criminal, but I like him. Like, he is the life of the party. He brings oh, the cards. Yeah. He brings the liquor. Like, yeah. he brings the Grant, right? The dad? The dad. Is yeah. it Greg or Grant? Grant, I believe it oh, is. I thought it's Greg. So the dad, sorry, if, if we help us out. Help we'll, us out. Yeah, is it Grant I'll or look Greg? It up. But I thought he's just, uh, yeah, Grant is the boyfriend and Greg is the dad. Yeah, Dermot Mulroney is, is the dad. Um, Greg is like the life of the party. I like him. So I, it's like I want him around. I know he might get arrested, but or, or run away. Or run away. We don't know. But dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I like him. I like yeah, him a lot. I do, too. Let's talk about Vic and Ripley. Oh, please. Okay, go. What makes me upset about Vic and Ripley is that she's giving him mixed signals. Like here, as a single woman, it's hard to find a man that like once things happen sexually, they stick around. Ripley wants to stick around. He's calling her. He's making an effort. She's the one pulling back, not calling back, and then talking about close the door. Vic, I'm going to need you to choose a side. Like, either you like him or you don't. This is a grown man who's been divorced. He don't have time for no games. So you give him mixed signals, and ain't nobody got time for that. I don't appreciate it. (laughs) That's how I feel. (laughs) I think Vic is young, and I think that she's scared of her feelings. And I think that she is also worried about the dynamic of boss and employee or, you know, superior and subordinate. I think she's worried about all of those things. I, I think she's worried what her friends are going to think because she was a bit judgy, yes. right, uh, of Andy. And so there are all those things, but she also can't deny that she's very, very attracted to him and she and she wants to be with him. So she's a hot mess. We see that a lot with, with the females on the show, that they're a hot mess in their relationships. And so she is very hot and cold. And I thought it was just so funny how she kept throwing, like, oh, we're going to be professional and we're professional as we're cutting down these trees and we're professional for this. I was like, you're not fooling no one. <laughs> you're not fooling no one right now, Vic. So settle down. Um, too much. But what I didn't like is the fact that they didn't actually address that they hooked up last episode. You know, and we waited 
last episode we didn't see Ripley at all mm-hmm. and then we finally see him and they don't really address it all they do is get hot and heavy again right which doesn't really address like so what are you two doing like are you two together because when he said oh I have an announcement to make I thought oh whoa you thought it was going to be that like I, I didn't because I knew like that can't be it yeah. but I also thought like you guys are trying to make us think it's that mm-hmm. and you haven't even decided what this. What is this? I think it's, there's there's nothing for this right now. It's called a situationship. That's what they have. I don't know what that is. That is when you have. It's not a relationship. It's a situation. So it's a combo. It's a hybrid called a situationship because it doesn't really. It can't be defined because the person's not really your boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh my god, you're, you guys. You're simply like kind of dating, but they haven't even gone to dinner yet. They're just hooking up, as people say. So it's it really there is no definition. So they can't really have have a talk about what this is. I think all it is right now is just hormones and lust and they're good in that place. But we saw in the beginning, Vic didn't even, she had his number up and she couldn't even press dial to call him. So I'm like, she's still playing games out here. She, My new thi- my thing is, if I think about someone and they're on my mind, I usually reach out and call them or text because I feel like if you're thinking about someone, they're thinking about you too. And that's usually the case. She playing too many games. Listen, I don't know about situationships and woo-woo-woo, all this stuff. You Americans have, like, so many things that I just can't keep up. But what I will say this, life is too short. If you like that person, go for the person. Take the chance. Take the risk. Go for it. And if it's awkward, oh, well, at least you know. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think. And And I I think... She's worried, more worried about what her coworkers are going to say. Of course. Like, screw all that because you know what? They're going to be all booed up and you're going to be by yourself mm-hmm. wondering, like, what if, what mm-hmm. if. So Going back but, to the guy from Station 23. Yes, from the <laughs> Station 23. Okay. Whatever happened to him, too? Yeah, all these loose ends. <laughs> Stacy. Yeah. All these loose ends yes. all over the place. Um, I thought that was funny. She did answer some questions that we'll get to in our news and gossip section we today. We will, definitely. Vic and Ben. So Vic asks um, Ben, basically, what's up with Jack? Um, and Ben basically says, oh, well, you know, he barely sleeps. And I thought when Vic asked Jack about, you know, knowing about Ripley, mm-hmm. it was not just awkward. It was it almost felt like there was some anger there on Jack's part. Did you did you feel that at all? Jack was like a teapot brewing, and he burst at the end. So yeah. it, it just it's been escalating. You know, Vic of course thought everything was about her. Like yeah. his anger was simply towards her. But I love the fact that Pruitt, like he could see the sim- signs. This is his first time really seeing Jack this way, yeah. and he saw the signs and and knew what this was because like he said he's been in the game a long time yeah. and remember when last week uh there was uh like jack kind of revealed a little bit that he's been having some issues I, I knew i said they might uh vic might have uh i can't speak vic might have noticed the symptoms but she didn't notice it because here she goes being self-centered and thinking everything's about her relationship when really the man is having a a, a mental health issue here and needs some help so it, i just felt actually it felt really bad for him like yeah. I, felt, I felt really bad for him yeah, going through this because he's I, suffering I, from PTSD for yeah, sure. I like him a lot. Yeah, I like um, his hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just thick and like a mane. Handsome. <laughs> They're all very hot on the yes, show. Very, yes. very hot firefighters. Definitely would make a good calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Maya, Ripley, and Vic, and mm-hmm. how Maya in the truck was trying to impress. Ripley, and, and in the end, obviously, she did. 
because uh, we get to find out that she's getting the promotion. But she's not going to be at Station 19 because we knew that there could only be two lieutenants I in a station. It? I called it. And so there's an opening at 23. So is she going to get transferred? What's going to happen? How's Andy going to react? All of that. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of all of that? It was interesting to hear Maya like trying to impress uh, the chief. So it was it was interesting. She was like, "Right, Vic, remember how I did this?" And Vic's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So it was. I've never seen Maya make that type of effort to impress someone. She's usually just like, "This is who I am. Yeah. You should already be an impressed. I'm an Olympian." Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really happy for her and. I, the fact I knew it that when Jack said, "Are you coming for my job?" when he found out that she was applying, I knew there could only, somebody was going to have to leave. Um, so I, I'm really interested to see how this pans out. Yeah, I mean, they said it. They told us that there could only be two, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I think that they're going to have to figure out how, what, where, when, because the three of them are main characters. So they're obviously see, on this you're day. optimistic about this. Interesting. I'm optimistic about everything, but not, but not about Ben and Bailey. Okay, so <laughs> this is the thing about Ben and Bailey. Okay. I'm optimistic and I know that they're going to get back together eventually. Okay. But I I I feel like there's going to be a bunch of hurdles mm-hmm. including another either female or male that's in the mix that is going to like spice stuff up before they get back together. I agree. I feel whenever I see Ben like moving on slowly like he was so excited for this Friendsgiving. He really did. It, it scares me a little bit cuz I'm like, "No, what happened when you were mourning and you were running and your feet had blisters? I want you to still be sad a little bit." Yeah, could... but then he went home to board up his family's windows and Miranda was a bit <laughs> spicy and salty and was like, "Don't wake up Tuck. Don't wake up the baby." Miranda had on her you know robe, what? okay? You know I what just, it's like when you have your robe on and someone bothers you. Yeah, but that's your husband. Your husband who you're on a sabbatical with. I love seeing Miranda's ponytail, though. I was like, okay, uh, cool, new hairstyle. I, I was, like it. <laughs> she, see, Miranda's doing new things. Ben's doing new things. They're both moving on, and it's scary. It that's scares it. me a little that's bit. That's it. Miranda, you better go on that vacation and come back a whole new woman <laughs> and get your man, because someone else is about to get your man. No. That's all I got to say. No. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Jack Pruitt and Grant. So mm-hmm. the playing of the games, um, what I liked was that the friends giving was not canceled. They all came to the, the firehouse to continue it on. And, uh, Grant was there and it was Grant's idea. Oh, and Greg. I keep calling him Grant. It's Greg. Cause there is a Grant, but Grant is, uh, Grant is the boyfriend. Is the boyfriend, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally clear about that. It's the clouded... Sick uh, brain. Sick brain. Yes. So, y'all forgive me. That's okay. So, it was Greg's idea to bring everyone back to the, the firehouse, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you know, we can't go anywhere, so let's play some cards, which brought up some issues with Ryan and the gambling, which Ryan, like, calm down. It's not, I mean, I guess it is that serious because he's going to go for jail to jail for it. But <laughs> I loved when Pruitt was like, ah, not those cards. Yeah. Like, he knew that Greg was shifty, yeah. so, <laughs> which was funny. And that just shows how, like, again, the, the parents know each other. Like, Greg and Pruitt, they know each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They've been through some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought that was, like, a really cute moment. Uh, the second emergency, we have uh, Jimmy who's stuck in the car, mm-hmm. uh, Ruth's mom and Mary. Mm-hmm. And basically it's, it's that whole thing we've talked about where it's a Thanksgiving, it's family. There's some moments where people, 
get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have new babies and you want the mom to come help, but then the wife doesn't want the mom to come help because there's like a power struggle. And then it takes the emergency for them to realize we all need each other. Right. Did I sum it up right? You did. Okay. You did. I mean, uh, and there was a fire of emotions uh-huh. before the fire actually right. started. Yeah. Um, it just was sad. I, to see, I felt so bad for the husband. I hate the role that is portrayed of the nagging wife and the fact that the wives and the mother-in-laws never get along. Like, uh, you know, we've seen that a lot of times. And I, I just n- never like to see, like, women against each other. I love the fact that they came together in the end. Um, yeah. But similar to Dean, this guy was trapped in a car with, and he felt, because he was trying to escape his family. So Yeah, and, and this is like a side note, but fun fact. So that's a real thing. It's mm-hmm. a real th- it's a power struggle a lot of the times between especially when it's a new wife mm-hmm. and the mom because the mom has always been the the one, mm-hmm. the woman in her son's life. I'm on another po- panel 90 Day Fiance and we're seeing this a lot with Colt and uh his fiance and the mom really does not want to let go. So it just brought that to this for me mm. like you guys have to come to some type of understanding where you guys all have roles. Moms can really be insightful. Right. And they can be very helpful, especially when you have new children. Yes. And I think that the wives have to take it like, hey, this woman knows your husband, so learn as much as you can. Right. But still keep your role as the wife. Right. I, and I think an, another story, <coughs> like she's already had children before you if you're a yeah. first-time mother. Learn and then she things. Exactly. She may have already been a wife longer than you. So it's, it shouldn't be a struggle. It should actually be a learning opportunity. Yeah. I think for me, when I'm in that situation, it will more be me wanting my mom to be there yeah. as opposed Ditto. to my husband's Ditto. mom. Just, have just, both moms there. Yeah. Y'all work it out. I'll be right here in the corner with the baby. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Taking a nap. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> figure it out let me know write down the wisdom exactly uh we see andy uh pull out some snacks yeah with sullivan and she makes that comment like oh this is like us having a meal together it's really cute we see the wind blowing the aid car over and them trying to get out of there and they can't get to uh gray sloan because the the roads are blocked off so they're going to be diverted and and that's the last we see of them and then <sighs> We see, and I'm just going to jump ahead because we, this was so crazy to me. We see everyone at the table, but we don't see Andy. We don't see Sullivan. They flash back, and we see Skid Rose, and the A truck is, like, down in a deep, steep embankment. Wasn't that, was that the same area where the gentleman was stuck last week that they had to go down the rope to get him? And it pull, looks similar, It looked right? like a very similar yeah. area. So yeah. it's just like they were, first of all, the fact that nobody really re- realized that they were gone until it took a few minutes for Maya to even, it wasn't until the announcement was made that she was like, wait a minute, where are you? Yeah. So the fact, and I thought it was interesting that the aid car, which is out Supposed to, which is supposed to help other people uh-huh. who need aid now needs aid. aid. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then I thought about this whole windstorm. It just reminded me. It's like the Wizard of Oz, kind of. It's just like this wind that causes this change, you know. Yeah. So it was a uh, very crazy. It was really sad. I just and want to see who's going to save them. Well, they're all going to. They're going to be saved by everyone at Station Nineteen. Okay. They're not going to. I mean, we can get into predictions later, okay. but. Okay. Uh, what else I also wanted to mention was, wasn't Maya on point? 
she finds out that she's going to be a lieutenant, but she was on point this episode. Like, mm. she was given directions. She knew exactly what she wanted and where she wanted everyone to be. And I was like, okay, go ahead, Maya, handle it. Also, let's talk about that moment we thought uh, we saw Ben in, stuck in the house. Yep. And I know you did you think Ben was going to burn up and die? And be, I, it was going to really be the end did, of Ben. And she, you were not trying to hear me. <laughs> I tried to. Tell Sahai some things during commercial break, and she was not. She kept zip it. No, zip it. No, zip. I was like, okay. Yes, I, I, I just I wanted to let the show speak to me. I didn't want to assume anything. I was like, you know what, Stacy and Shonda are not gonna let Ben go out like this. Die in this, this thank, Thanksgiving fire. Here's, no, Mm-mm. here's the thing. I didn't think he was gonna die, but I thought that there was gonna be something critical. That is why we saw Miranda earlier, and Miranda's fears were going to come into come into reality. I, That's what I thought. Okay, I do think he. I feel like he may, he, although he did not die in this fire. I yeah. think there will be complications due to smoke inhalation because he did not have right because he took that deep breath mm-hmm. to go get Ruth, and then that was all we saw. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's a good prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of predictions, let's move on to some news and gossip. Yes. So, there's so much news and gossip. So, the first thing that I wanted to show you guys, which I thought was really cute, was uh, Station 19 posted, when you agree to go on a Sunday hike, hashtag Station 19. And I think this was, like, the training for when they actually uh, hiked down or or rappelled down from last episode. Mm -hmm. And I think that the guy was uh, training them. So, I thought that was a really cool shot. They really get down and dirty. Down and dirty. Uh, I love this one. It says, always cheesing, hashtag Station 19. And we see um, uh, Maya, Vic, and Jack just sitting on the edge of their fire truck. Guys, Stacey did a live tweet today at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And one of the Station 19 writers tweeted at me like, hey, this is going live. So... Uh, I was on set, but I was able to uh, ask a question, and my question was, at Station 19, at Station McGee, will we be seeing more crossover events between Grays and Station 19 after the winter finale? And Station 19 tweeted back, we love the cross-pollination with Grays in big and, all capital, little ways. Stay tuned. So they left me on a a cliffhanger, Mm -hmm. just like the winter finale. (laughs) Um, and then the next one that I have up here, which I was really impressed with, was Stacey McGee. She said, really proud of this, that Station 19 received the reframe stamp alongside every Shondaland show. Every Shondaland show. Hello! Productions that receive the stamp hire female identifying people in four of eight critical areas. Writing, directing, show writing, producing, lead acting, department heads, and crew. So congratulations, Station 19. Congratulations, Stacey McKee. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really awesome. And then next up, I know that we ha- you had some yeah, tweets that you wanted to share with them the, as well. Stacey's uh, live tweet session was very informative. The f- one of the first questions we have, it has 
had, excuse me, is will we learn if Maya gets a lieutenant spot during the second half of the season? And she said yes. We learned it today. So we learned that today. But we have some more. Are Ben and Bailey getting back together? Please say yes. Stacey said no spoilers, but I feel you so hard. They are one of my favorite couples ever. So there's still hope for Ben and Bailey. The next question we had is, now that Jack knows who Vic is seeing, will that change anything? Hopefully he can keep a secret. And Stacy said he better keep that secret because if he doesn't, you know it's not going to go well for anybody. And we had another question. Will Dean have another love interest? He's so happy in a relationship. And she said, right? Just wait. We've got excellent plans for Dean. So Dean's going to have another love in his life. And then... Is it okay to fall a little bit in love with Ripley or am I going to regret it? Stacy said, I mean, I've already fallen a little bit in love with him, haven't you? I mean, I totally have. Yeah. That whole door session tonight yeah. really Fire. sealed the deal. Fire. Um, and it, another question was, it looks like Jack is having PTSD from the skyscraper fire. Is it going to continue to get worse throughout the season? Jack definitely has some struggles as we saw tonight. <coughs> it's really going to be an emotional story. So we're going to see this carry out into the next few episodes. And will Maya have a female love interest this season? Oh, that's Stay Stacey said, stay tuned. So, everybody... Stay tuned, stay tuned. Yeah, she was... uh, And then the one of... This is... We can wrap on this one. Um, I thought this was really interesting. It says, will we have a third season? Because I can't stay without this amazing team of firefighters anymore. I hope Station 19 remains as long as Grey's Anatomy's. And Stacey said, fingers crossed. So, the fact that. that, you know, they don't even know, like, if it's confirmed yet, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, they just found out two weeks ago that they got a full season two pickup so yeah. we're gonna have to wait till the end of the season i'm sure let's get into some fire facts so guys like i said uh this week i'm doing fire facts a little bit differently as most of you or all of you probably know california has been in a state of emergency uh, since last week we've had fires up in Nor- northern california fires in malibu uh even for me uh close to griffith park that one was contained but what i thought i wanted to do uh for this firefax is basically i felt like how can i help like how can i get involved and even if you don't have money like how can i be of service mm-hmm. because it's such a time where people are have lost their homes people have lost their lives and really are feeling destitute scared and so I thought this is, would be a great time to share some of the things that I think that we can do. Are, and I'm getting this from fastcompany.com, guys, fastcompany.com. So if I read too quickly or whatever, fastcompany.com, we'll put it in uh, the notes at the bottom of the screen on YouTube so that you can check it out. But the first thing, you can donate goods or services. So give an evacuee or a firefighter a free place to stay through Airbnb. And Airbnb is doing that where you can pay for the Airbnb so someone's displaced, uh, they'll have somewhere to stay. If you're in California, donate non-perishable food items to the Salvation Army Ventura Corps, which is providing food and shelter to victims and first responders. Caring Choices in Butte County is currently looking for medical volunteers. Other volunteer opportunities related to the fires are posted on California 
volunteers, including financial and other donations. You can donate money. If you can't be in California or not close to California, GoFundMe has set up pages to directly help people affected by the fires. You can head there. Facebook has a crisis response page, so you can look up crisis response for the Woosley fires, which include fundraising through globalgiving.com. Google is channeling donations through the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. And so if you, you Google that, you'll be able to find it there. The Red Cross is providing both shelter and emotional support for evacuees. You can visit redcross.com or text Red Cross to 90999 to make an automatic $10 donation. You can give to the Ventura County Community Foundation. Uh, Hill Fire and Wolseley Fire, Sudden and Urgent Needs Effort. The United Way of Greater Los Angeles partnering with the United Way of Ventura County. You can donate online or text UWV to 41444. You can also donate directly to Direct Relief, which helps provide uh, resources to healthcare agencies and first responders in wildlife-affected areas across California. Uh, Tito's Vodka is matching all donations up to $15,000. Wow. Yeah. And the Salvation Army Ventura Corp is accepting donations to go towards California Wild Relief. I know this is a lot, guys, but anyway, you can help us good. Uh, I also wanted to say that you can help animals. So the Humane Society of Ventura County is accepting animals evacuated from the hills, and you can donate to the organization there. You can also go to their Amazon wish list, or you can give money to the Los Angeles County Animal Care Foundation, which will support various shelter reliefs. So, guys, it's a really uh, dire and immediate need. So anywhere you feel led to help, help. And if you can't help in those ways, definitely pray for everyone that is affected by the fires. We are winter finale, guys. We love you guys. We wanted to give a few shout-outs before we left here. Yes. Thank you to Faba, Shanice Sweet Smile, Gemini 3, Brooke Davis, Luna T, and Crystal Sims for commenting on last week's episode. Yes, Gemini 3. I'm so glad you didn't leave us. I'm so glad. <laughs> You're one of my faves. Guys, thank you so much. Winter finale. We are going to see you in 2019. Happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating it. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Festica. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. For the rest of us. <laughs> all of that stuff. I'm Linda Antwi. You can find me online all across social media at Linda So Girly. And hopefully by next year, I will not be doing all of this. <laughs> and I'm Sahai Wilson. You can find me at Say Hi. Stay tuned for you know the next season where we find out more about Travis, Michael, Ryan, and Andy, and so many more on Station 19. Oh yeah, there's big things ahead. <laughs> Let's hope Andy is you know okay and Ripley's okay and Sullivan's okay and we're, we're all okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do our predictions because we don't know what's going to happen, but we will find out next season or in the new season. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll see you next time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.